It's here. The Recruitment Mentors community is now fully open. For the consultants out there among you that are hungry to progress, this gives you immediate access to a collection of new mentors, live learning, weekly events, and real-time advice. Follow the link in the show notes or go directly to recruitmentmentors.com to join the community at a lifetime discounted membership price that's running until the 16th of February. That means you all have two weeks to grab yourself a cheaper membership. You really can progress your career without limits inside a community full of like-minded professionals focused on growth. I look forward to welcoming you inside the community. Welcome to the Recruitment Mentors Podcast. My name is Hisham Azuz, and we're back with another installment of the 15 Minutes with a Mentor series, where we speak to some of the mentors from inside the Recruitment Mentors community, and we're asking them seven questions in 15 minutes. Delighted to be joined by Emma today. Uh, So Emma, for those that may not know who you are, if you could introduce yourself, and then we'll get into the questions. Thank you, Hikam, uh, and thank you for having me. Uh, my name's Emma Head. I am the Creative Development Director at Beyond the Book, uh, and we specialise in the creative marketing and digital industry. So I have about 20 years' experience as a creative recruiter, um, and yes, I've gone through uh, obviously this pandemic, but also the, the credit crunch. So seen a few up and down in my time. I can imagine. Right, so first question. I want to know yes. from you, what was your biggest challenge in 2020? How did you overcome it and what did you learn from it? Okay, good question. Um, I think personally the biggest challenge is I'm, I'm used to being quite um, a high biller, someone who hits targets. Um, and I, you know, with the pandemic, there's a lot of things out of your control. So all of a sudden jobs aren't coming in and, um, and therefore you're not, you know, although we disbanded targets, obviously in the, in the height of things, um, you're not performing or able to perform as you used to. And, I didn't realize, I think, how much that affected how I think of myself as a person. So mm. it's, um, it kind of, I guess, knocked me a bit to fix kind of, you know, thinking how, um, you know, how successful I am. So, um, and I think, you know, I, I have a great team and they're lovely, but, you know, when you're not seeing people or hugging people, it, it's quite tricky. Um, so, you know, on my side, in terms of overcoming it, I, I try to look at success in little increments so it's not you know Mm. put sales to one side and thinking you know what else feels like success um so you know what else feels like success when um you know the sales aren't happening because uh you know there's a global pandemic so and and so for me I kind of looked at you know sort of um uh, you know LinkedIn helping people you know kind of building more of a brand um you know I started getting invited on podcasts such as this uh, I've done sort of three or four now, and um, it's um, you know looking at helping colleagues, you know. So it it was really for me looking at you know success isn't about just hitting a sales target. Um, it's trying to unpick twenty years of of doing that. So um, so yeah. So I, I I think you know looking at what you can influence um, and kind of what can make you feel good still about yourself if 
everything around you is um is out of your control so i love that yeah no thank you so much for sharing that 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 was great so obviously you're working from home today and i want to know from you sort of what working from home tip could you share with other recruiters listening to this that sort of has had a, a, a positive impact on your own productivity Okay, so uh, I think the biggest working from home tip is trying to set um, time for certain tasks because I am someone who um, gets easily distracted. So my brain goes here and there and there and there. So and that can be great when you're thinking and trying to find someone for um, for a job, but when you're trying to do booking confirmations and you're trying to get back to emails and you've got an inbox in your inbox you've got a recruiter inbox you've got your own inbox you know there's people and messages coming at you from all sides i think it can be quite overwhelming so um and, and people don't know if you're busy or not so you're getting calls at all times because no one can see if you're kind of busy so biggest tip for me is actually my my lovely colleague bought me something which helped me um and i don't have it um here because i uh, i made my desk quite sparse today but it's a lovely big um uh timer so and it's a half an hour timer and you turn it so i'm like right i'm gonna have emails Uh, i'm gonna crack through my emails half an hour and i turn it and i think right when that's done i know i can move on um so i think it's trying to be you know kind of um tight with yourself and give it you know specific tasks um and you know kind of do them in a certain time because otherwise the day runs away with you um, and so many Zooms and, you know, and all of a sudden you've not done those important things. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I love that. I love the, I love the, the time and that's great. So yeah. I'd be really interested to know, so what, over the last 12 months, like what has been the most effective way for you to, to win business? Um, well, I think, you know, given the last year we've, um, uh, you know, it's, it's about trading carefully and quite sensitively because, the difficulty is you don't know if you're getting in touch with a business if they've been really hit hard. So it's quite hard to tell from the outside in, um, especially for, you know, a prospect. So um, I think in terms of, um, you know, trying to identify businesses and sectors where you think there's more of a chance of being busy. Um, so um, so that that is one is kind of shifting the focus on who is busy in, in COVID world um, mm. more so than others. Um, and and really brand building. I mean, I know it's been been everywhere, but um, you know, kind of being on LinkedIn more, connecting with people. I've I've personally put loads of videos up which I hadn't before, and um, I've had lo- such lovely comments back. Um, so many people saying, you know, liking them, and so it's um, and and I think it's about brand building, but without an agenda. So um, you don't want to be salesy. So you know you want to be helpful you know you want to be seen as a thought leader um somebody you know who knows um a lot about what the recruitment industry is like so i think um so for me you know um it was also being creative with your approach because you can no longer just phone um a business and say can i speak to your hiring manager because they're in their homes and they're not going to give you their mobile numbers so um so i think for me, I, I prefer doing business development over the phone and that's become more of a challenge. So um, so I would, you know, kind of be, um, you know, connecting with someone and then sending them a voice note through LinkedIn um, or I've now started doing video notes um, as well in LinkedIn right. to prospects. Um, because I think if someone can see you, they can hear you, they can see your warmth um, and you come across as genuine, um, they're far more likely to you know kind of um get back to you and respond back to you so 
So that, um, I think for me, is just being a bit sensitive, you know, building a brand and um, being a bit creative with how you yeah, get nice. in touch with people. So I want to know from you, Emma, what habit or hobby did you start in 2020 that you're going to continue in 2021? Oh, well, for the first time ever, um, I, I, I got a Fitbit. Oh, wow. That's um, a Fitbit. That is, um, it's my new favorite toy. And um, because I think, you know, oh, I'm, I'm prone to a, you know, good weather exercise, you know, like if it's, if it's nice weather, I'll go out for a walk. If it's not, I'll rather snuggle on the sofa. Um, so I've had to sort of push myself to kind of get up and move. Um, so I, I guess it's more of a habit than a hobby. Um, <laughs> but I have been running up and down stairs. Um, we have uh, a loft conversion, so we've got two sets of stairs. So I think the neighbours must think I'm bonkers, but I like running up and down the stairs to like how many levels, you know, can I hit today? Um, and then uh, we can walk round the house as well. So it's kind of, um, you know, it's, it's sort of all open. So I'm taking calls and I'm just, I'm walking. So, um, but nice. it's given me so much more energy. Um, so I'm, yeah, I would say definitely to get up and move. And the great thing about Fitbit, it, it buzzes to me going, it buzzes move. you to yeah, yeah. Nice. come on yeah get up, Love that. Up up. yeah <laughs> so probably the most probably the most important question i have for you which okay. do you think is better the first coffee in the morning or the first pint post work on a friday wow um i would have to say the first cup of tea so I oh. like coffee. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a coffee. Uh, I enjoy my coffee, but the first thing in the morning for me has to be a cup of tea. Um, and I feel I'm a bit of a tea diva. So I've put this on a post before. So someone, if you follow me, you'll know. But um, I like my um, I like my uh, Whitard tea with a um, oh, wow. a okay. tea with Very you know nice. it's a, a proper you know kind of all out go for it with a lid on top, keep it nice and hot. Um, so I would say, yeah. Not coffee, but tea. Coffee, but tea. Nice. I will have, the coffee comes in the afternoon to give me a bit of a bing. Um, but my tea is my little happy place. So, uh, nice. uh, but you know, I'm not okay. just saying the alcohol. We all need that at the end of the day on Friday. Um, <laughs> but um, okay. uh, but it, like one glass and it just, you know, because we're not used to drinking anymore. It's like, well, hey. Um, <laughs> right. So, so the ne next question then is, is slightly different. It's, it's a bit more of a scenario. So I would just be interested to hear how you would approach this scenario. So the scenario is a particular business that you've had on your sort of target client list for a long period of time, over a year. And over that period of time, you've had a number of touch points with different people in that business. They may have liked or engaged with one of your videos. You may have connected one of them on LinkedIn. You may have sent an email. You might have even sent a voice note to um, one of them. But through your candidate network, you managed to, to get hold of one of the hiring manager's mobile numbers and you call them. They pick up and answer and say, hello, who is this? And I'd be keen to hear how you would approach that situation. Okay, now this is a good question because I think, as I said earlier, I love talking on the phone. Um, and I think uh, I, I often do this. Um, it's, it's a bit harder now to get mobile numbers, but granted, when I do, they're like gold dust. Um, so I think you, you know, um, what I would normally do is kind of not be salesy at all. And I'll say upfront exactly who I am. You don't want to, you know, sort of uh, tell them at the end and then hear they're crestfallen. Oh, it's a recruiter. 
So, you know, it's, um, you know, I'd say, you know, hi, Emma, um, you know, sort of, we are connected on LinkedIn. Um, I'm a big fan of your brand, um, you know, and I'm following what you've been doing. So you're, you're talking about them. And so you're, you know, sort of um, that, that first few sentences talk about them and then say, you know, um, you're a recruiter and specialize in X, Y, and Z. Um, you know, it, uh, appreciate your, um, you may be hiring at the moment and, um, you know, it would be great to be able to support you um, in your growth in the coming kind of uh, months or if there's anything we can do to help in terms of, um, you know, we, we have like giveaways in terms of like what, you know, writing the best job ad or great questions. So it's sort of thinking, you know, from their perspective, what would, what would, could they take something away from the call tangibly? Um, and my biggest thing actually at the moment is, because um, I do a lot of contract and freelance recruitment, is is talking about IR35. So, um, so I would often sort of end on a, um, you know, sort of I know a lot, uh, I've trained a lot in IR35, um, you know, if, if, if they need any help on that, you know, I've got um, a short um, piece that I can give them, I can sort of talk to their line manager. So you're keeping it short, keeping it a little bit focused on them. So you sounds like you understand a bit about their business and then being very succinct with what you can help them with. Um, yeah. I would steer clear from chasing a job. So I think, you know, um, people's um, barriers go right up thinking, oh, it's a recruiter and they want, they've seen I've put out yeah, a job yeah. and, you know, they just want to work the job. So I think it's, you know, you're, you, it's thinking of the long game. So you're trying to build a relationship and credibility. So See that answer. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, final question then. Oh, okay. I sort of want you to imagine. I want you to imagine. Um, I'm a recruiter, and, and recruiters will be listening to this. And I'm someone that set my goals for 2021. I'm yeah. completely convinced that I'm going to have a better year than I did last year. I've written down my goals. I'm feeling motivated. So, I just want to sort of hear from you. What would your advice be to me and the recruiters listening that you think would them the best possible chance of achieving those goals okay so um, I think it's great to have uh, to be motivated and um, to kind of know where you want to go but and I think your own goals are are one thing and they're great but I think the key is to understanding what your clients goals are uh, and your mm. prospect goals are so you know sort of understanding how then you can um, align your solutions to their goals so I think it's um, asking the right questions when you're speaking to your clients. And I think we're all guilty a little bit of, you know, with existing clients going, oh, we know them, we know what they're up to, you know, um, and we have lovely, lovely conversations with them. But, you know, how much of the nitty gritty and where their business is going, you know, how many of those conversations do you have thinking you know that their business, um, you know, is like it was six, 12 months ago? So, um, find, you know, asking your client, you know, what is their goal? Um, and thinking, well, how can then you help them achieve their goal uh, and then align what you're offering um, to that that client? Um, and therefore, you can become invaluable and build sort of yeah, long-term relationships. So, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, no, I really like that. Long game. Aligning yourself with your customers' goals. Absolutely love that. That's awesome. Um, Emma, 50 minutes with a mentor. That's it. Boom. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me i've thoroughly enjoyed it so uh, for a friday morning I was, yeah it's all, all good so and um yeah i uh, look thank forward you. to 
being uh, a mentor. And um, if people want to engage me on the platform, then send me a message.